episode of Unpublished. My name is Amy. And I'm James. And today we're going to talk about uh, when things don't go your way creatively in business. Um, we want to talk about what happens when, you know, business doesn't go so well, when thing, when creative projects don't turn out as you planned, how you deal with that, how you make sure that it's not, um, you know, a sentence, a death sentence, and how you can, you know, use it to thrive and keep going. It's interesting, in the masterclass that you did the other day, um, it came, this came up with perfectionism a lot. A lot of people saying, well, you know, I don't want to launch my product or I don't want to, you know, I have something ready to go, but I don't want to let it go into the world. And it's that fear of failure there. Yeah. I think in today, in today, in the today's day and age. I hate that phrase, but yes. You know what I'm trying to say. With When we have Instagram, everyone's launching any course, everyone's launching a product. It's all very instant. It's all very, it looks like everyone's very get rich quick. I think we can get addicted or enchanted by the idea that you launch a product and it's a make or break. And if you haven't gotten, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in the first few weeks or month, then your product is a failure. Um, and I think that idea is kind of pushed out by social media a little bit and by, you know, the entrepreneurial culture of today. Um, but I, it's a story that's really detrimental to us and it's not, you know, the norm and it doesn't need to be the norm. It doesn't need, it's not the only definition of success in any way. And we need to start realizing that launch day is one day in a long history of a long, you know, lifetime of the creation that you've given to the world. And we need to start realizing that failure isn't a death sentence that failure will happen but that doesn't mean that you can't approach it in a different way it doesn't mean you can't look at it at a different angle reevaluate retry with the same piece of art i yeah. think this does exist in the zeitgeist a bit like you hear you often hear you know success is built on hundreds of failures and stuff like that yeah um and for sure that's that's true i think what we're more talking about is like once you have your product and it is actually trucking along or maybe like you will fail you you will always fail within that product i think often we think about it like a okay you fail at one thing you fail at one piece of art you fail at one business idea and you move on to the next one yeah what we're talking about is failing within a project yeah yeah i completely agree and like i think that that phrase like oh you're gonna fail a thousand times like no one really sits in it and thinks like what that could mean for them personally uh like for us what it could mean is you know we launch a book we launch a course and uh we have failures within that launching so marketing strategies don't work these things don't resonate it doesn't sell for several weeks you know or there's a massive sales slump people aren't connecting and that's not a failure of the product we've released but it's a failure of how we're approaching it and we need to look at it different angles and ways to improve is that kind of what you're talking about yeah definitely yeah because you know the way that we're operating at the moment is it's not like we you know we're pretty committed to our current business yes so we're not gonna you know we're not looking we're not saying the whole business has failed if one small aspect fails yeah and i think it's creatives as well like our business is ourselves as artists so you know that concept can never fail if you choose to keep creating art and you as an artist can never fail if you choose to just keep creating keep reevaluating, keep looking at things differently so yeah so our business is our, ourselves as creatives um so i think that's a, a good way to look at it to make sure that you never feel like you can just like fucking drop it and go in a completely different direction because you are the creator and that is what you are selling yeah i mean this comes off the back of we were thinking about this because we've had a average pretty average sales month mm. like we upped our marketing spend a couple of months ago and we just didn't see the 
like as our expenses went up, our sales didn't go up with them. So yeah. we saw like, even though we had quite a few sales in the last month, we didn't, you know, essentially we didn't make a lot of money from actually selling product. Yeah. And that was a, a kind of, obviously we've had slumps in the past, but that was one of our first experiences with really being like, okay, we have this business and we're putting money into it and we're not getting much we're not back, getting back this yeah. month. Yeah, and it's really important for both James and I that we talk about this, I think, and that we share this on the podcast and on our IGTV because we want to, you know, to have an open discussion about what it is like to be an artist who's, you know, in business and who wants to, you know, create money, who wants to live sustainably off their art. Um, and so that's why we're having this conversation and we both feel really open to any questions or, you know, and we're open to this conversation because I think it's really important to have uh, because it's not an easy road, uh, but it's definitely a really fucking exciting one with lots of ups and downs yeah because i think the, the key is you know when we have a one bad month of sales it doesn't mean that we should pack it all in yeah it's of course. just part of the process and um i think it's important that we share we share that part of the process mm. and i think today we want to talk a bit about like how do we deal with it when we have a shitty month um or a month or that didn't go well or a tactic or a marketing decision that didn't go to plan like how do we choose to deal with this in a way that continues to help us thrive and also that keeps our relationship with our art, you know, good. Yeah, and it can be really hard. Like we had a lot of, um, I think as well, because we are really new to this too. So we often look at things and go, you know, why is this going wrong? Or like, why is this thing not, why is one thing not working as well as another thing? Why mm -hmm. is one tactic not working as well as another tactic? And we often don't really know the answer as well. Yeah, I've found that something that has not been very useful, but I've definitely been partaking in is speculation. Like just sitting there and thinking of thousands of different ideas as to why this last month hasn't been good. And I don't know that that's been helpful for us because, I mean, as a, quite an imaginative person, you know, I can come up with dozens of ideas and there's no way of knowing why this month wasn't a great sales month. Um, you know, I could blame loads of different things, um, but there's, I don't think there's a huge amount of point in really ruminating on it. We needed to take action on at least, you know, we needed to decide what we were gonna do. And beyond that, it wasn't really worth, you know, ruminating. Yeah, and I think you're absolutely right because whatever random idea we come up with in our head might not really be it. And that plays into this, whole, this sort of idea of perfectionism, mm -hmm. uh, procrastination, or it's like, you, the, the reason you're stopping yourself from putting something out in the world may not actually have any bearing on your eventual success with it. Just as you know, our speculation over why we might not be doing as well at the moment might actually have no, yeah, no might actual. just be holding us back. Yeah, totally. Yeah, perfectionism and marketing and perfectionism and putting our art out in the world and perfectionism business as a creative is definitely like a really big topic that um, perhaps isn't always looked at when we talk about perfectionism and artistry because we always look at like the creation process. Like perfectionism is always talked about in relation to the making. Whereas I think like perfectionism in marketing and business creation is like huge because it's high risk, right? You're always at the risk of looking stupid or not doing well or wasting money. Um, and your livelihood is affected. Mm. And I've definitely felt over the last month that perfectionism coming in. And for me, that often looks like a fixation on numbers. And my mood is really attached to numbers of sales, uh, and like, you know, numbers of interactions. And I can get really focused on the minutia. And that's that perfectionism coming in, a want to control the minutia. And that is fucking useless. Super useless. And that's why, you know, we've been, people have recommended to us multiple times not to look to at day-to-day -day results like yeah. looking at quarterly probably like maybe monthly probably quarterly results as as a 
more of an indication of how you're actually trending mm. because the day-to-day can just be random it's, it could be a dice roll like you know maybe you had like maybe you were this close to six to like making a certain number of sales and mm. they just people just didn't buy for some reason so it could just be like yeah having a macro and a big picture view of it i think is so important and ironically i'm often very good at that but i think when it comes to something as personal as your own art and also i think it comes down to the high that you can get if you're very attached to the data that streams in each day um having that not looking so good for me i really felt like a big like almost like hormonal hit like i wasn't getting the dopamine rushes that i was so addicted to and that's definitely something i need to look at i need to make sure that i'm always looking at the creation process and what we are giving to the world from like you know several steps back because otherwise um i'm too i'm not focusing on what i actually want to be doing you know it's so distracting those small numbers and like those day-to-day pieces of data when you know what i really should be looking at is you know my creation process where are we actually going making a decision if something's not working but then moving forward and really taking those steps back especially when you think about um you know we were completely organic for the first several months of amy selling her books online and then we switched to having a pain um having paid marketing and if you think about the just sheer number of sales that just the sheer number of correction uh, connection that we get with the paid marketing, like there's the risk that we actually don't make as much money out of it because our profit margins are worse. Mm. But if you really think about why we're doing it, which is so you can be a writer who connects with people, mm. you st- we're still connecting to more people than when we were organic, like as a baseline. It's yeah. just that now because we bought expenses into it. Like now you're judging it on profit rather than connection, yeah, which can be dangerous. That can be so dangerous. I think that's a great point as well. Keep coming back to what are you actually wanting to do with your art? And I want to make money with my art and I don't mean to, you know, demonize that aspect of it. I want to feel financially abundant through creativity, but I want my priority always to be connection because I don't ever want to create art just for profit's sake. The connection has to come first. I don't want to make art that makes no connection. Yeah, It's just like, but I'm rolling in money. Mm. It's, I might as well be a muggle. Yeah. I think that's the thing is that, you know, if you do go down the path of um, starting a business or uh, trying to sell your creativity, you won't have a predictable paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. And being at home with that. Mm. Yeah. And I think that I, for some reason, thought maybe like as we went down this business track, you know, it's been like, you know, two years, coming up two years now. I thought, oh, maybe it eventually gets sustainable and predictable. Um, but that is the, maybe the contract that we wrote when we said we're going to be artists, mm. is that it's never going to be truly predictable. And you might have an absolutely incredible month. Yeah. And then you might have a shit month. Like That's exactly what happened to us. Yeah. That's probably why it hurts so bad. Mm. Yeah. And it, it happened, you know, it happens in my, you know, good day, bad day, good day, bad day, good, mm. good, good, bad, bad, good, bad. Yeah. You know, it's it's, it's part of it. And But how do we, how do we, um, enjoy the ride I guess it's just like that's the question that I'm you know leaning into at the moment and how mm. can I just surrender and I think a lot of it is about trust that on the dips you go back up um, and that also that we have things in our control that we can change and that we can alter and things that I can do new things that I can create that if we really you know need to make a new move we can that we're not stuck anywhere Mm. and that this is um, a a ride that we've chosen to get on that it's really fucking fun that's really important and it's you know kind of divine and magical but we need to surrender a little bit of that yeah definitely i think you know just having that knowledge that if we wanted to we could turn off facebook ads tomorrow Mm. like we could walk away completely yeah that's the best thing about working for yourself yeah like 
and then you can turn it back on the next day, you know? Yeah. It's, it's sort of building that flexibility into the system. And just, just like, you know, as we've talked about before, it's, oh, is my conversion rate not very good on my website? Well, I can just change it. Like I can, I can not, obviously you can't control the conversion rate, but you can, you can control what's on your website. Like, yeah. can you play around a bit with your copy? Can you play around a bit with your images? Like, mm. can you uh, get a second person's opinion, another person's opinion on how the website looks? Like, and that's little, the fun part of it. Yeah. You know, you're not locked in. Like, I think people think, oh, people will notice that I'm changing things all the time. It's like, well, it's, it can actually will probably be a good thing for people to be like, oh, wow, they're really, really committed to changing their, to, to working on their business. Yeah. Totally. Mm. I love that. And that's the part that I really enjoy about, you know, doing business is like the play aspect, what works, what doesn't work and, and removing that fear of, you know, catastrophic failure, knowing that that isn't actually a real thing um, that could happen because we can always change it up. We can always try something new. We can always go get help. Yeah. I think like, you know, from a practical perspective, there are a lot of things you can do as well. Like, just making sure that when you have a really good times so or when you have when you're going well, you don't just spend all the money. Yeah. You you put it you put it aside so you have that little buffer so it doesn't feel so stressful then when you're in when you don't have as good a time because you will have dips. Yeah. So it's like you might as well preparing for yeah. that. Mm. Yeah, we need to do that. I know. We got a little bit spendy. <laughs> I like I going we, out for breakfast. I know. We've done a decent job, I think, but it's sort we of have, like no. It's just balancing that so mm. that you can ride the ups and downs. Yeah. Oopsies. Oh, no. oh. We just lost our video feed. That's a bummer. Oh, well. We need to get you a new phone. Speaking of spending. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh, yeah, you can get half an IGTV. That's a that. great thing about business, though, is new phone. That's oh, a, a write-off. <laughs> cool, guys. Maybe it's going to be short and sweet today. Just a little check-in. Yeah. Um, uh, if you've got any questions about business or if you um, feel like you want to share something about your experience with creative business, like I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Cause I know a lot of you, um, out there are looking to sell your creative stuff online yeah. and a lot of you do sell your creative yeah. stuff online. So, you know, even it would be great for us to hear from you and how you've done, like we want to learn from you. Yeah. A hundred percent. We want to know how you deal with dips and how you deal with Maybe things not going as well as you want them to go. Yeah, this is uh, such an opportunity for creatives who, who are you know, selling their art and making money off their art to come together and talk about this process because I feel as though I've literally never heard anyone talk about it that much, on any platforms. Certainly not practical. You know, you you hear business people always being like, fail, fail, failure, 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 failure. But it's like you never really hear the specific. I feel like you don't really hear the specific stories. No. And I want to hear about like how you personally felt when shit went fucked for a little minute there and how then it got better and how did that happen and what did you feel like? Like those are the stories I'm interested in because those are the stories that make us all feel a little less alone. Or even, you know, if you don't have a product out there or and you are creating art, like what do you do when you have a bad week of writing mm. or a bad week of whatever it is that you do? Yeah, and how do you bounce managing back? that. Because, yeah. like, that's such a... If we can find the tools to bounce back from a bad week, then we're going to create more and we're going to create better stuff. Yeah. It, 100%, like, you're kind of invincible mm. if you've got that trick, if you know how to deal with yourself in that way. Yeah. Cool. Thanks so much, guys. We'll speak to you next week. Bye.